Hello, welcome to the final swipe, a podcast about healing our hearts and finding love. I'm your host, Nikki Novo. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the final swipe. So excited to be here. Thank you, everybody, for being here. Today, we have a special guest who is my dear friend. We've known each other for a long time, and I just love where life takes us, and I'm so grateful to be here with her, Carmen. Carmen, I don't know, did you did you change your name now that you got married? <laughs> Not yet. Okay. <laughs> okay, so we have Carmen today, and we're doing a special show today, and this was, um, you know, just something that I, that I thought would be important to have the conversation to talk about this. A lot of you are going to be able to resonate and to find yourself in Carmen's story. Um, Carmen and I have known each other for a long time because from the blogger world, Car- Carmen was like the original Latina blogger and her career has taken her different places, but we um, have known each other for a long time, but then recent, not recent, well, not recently, but a few years ago, she actually experienced loss and her husband passed away and she found herself, you know, single with a son and, but also wanting to have the beautiful life she always knew was for her. So she found herself in this place where, well, I, you know, I'm experiencing this grief, but I also want to continue. And I know that that's important to my, my husband as well. So we, she found herself in that place and um, she's been kind enough to share that journey with us. So I'm really grateful to have her here. So Carmen, welcome. And I said a little bit about you, but if you can tell mm-hmm. me a little bit more about yourself. Of course. Well, first of all, I'm so excited to hear and to talk to you and to share a little bit of, of my story. Uh, as you mentioned, so I, I am a lifestyle blogger. I started my blog 10 years ago. It's actually going to be a lot of Oh my gosh. Yes, I do that. I also work as a TV host. Um, I'm also a mother. My son is now six years old. Um, but most importantly, like you briefly mentioned, I did lose my husband. Uh, I lost him in 2015 to stomach cancer. And he was a city of Miami firefighter. And he actually passed away at the young age of 34. And I was actually... 32, oh 31, almost turning 32 when, when he passed away. So I found myself a widow at 31 with a two-year-old son. Um, but, I forgot Andy was so young. Yes, he was. He was really young. Um, yeah, but now um, you know, I am remarried. <laughs> kind of yeah. jumping uh, further along. I am remarried now. I got remarried um, in March. Um, but yeah, I'm really excited to kind of share my story because I know um, when I became a widow, it was very hard for me to kind of find other stories of young widows or widowers that were kind of navigating the dating field. Um, so, so thank you so much for allowing yeah. me to share my story and hopefully it can be of help to others. Yeah, no, thank you, Carmen. And the dating world has changed quite a bit, but we'll, we'll get into that. So... <laughs> Kind of bring me back, Carmen, to, I would imagine that maybe, you know, Fernando was sick. So, you know, for better or for worse, gave you a little bit of like a prep to know that, yeah. okay, this may happen. I may, you know, find myself in this position where he won't not be with me anymore. Um, mm-hmm. Was there ever like a talk about, you know, I want you to remarry or, did, you know, were you 
does that pop into your head when you're dealing with the idea of like, oh my God, my life is really changing. Not only am I losing somebody, but like things are going to change. Yes. He actually did bring up that topic and he brought it up um, a month before he passed away. So we had been in the hospital now for more than two months and he was just really, really sick. And the doctors were giving him just a few weeks to live. And Mm -hmm. I remember one time he like, me down and he told me he's like Carmen you know when I'm gone he's like I need you to find love again I need you to remarry and he specifically told me he's like you know God didn't make us to be alone he's like you need to find someone Mm. and of course you know when you're going through that that's obviously the last thing you want to hear and I really even though doctors were saying that he had a few weeks left you know I had all this hope that, you know, maybe a miracle that he was going to get better. So, of course, when he would tell me these things, I'd be like, oh, come on, like, let's change the subject. Let's talk about something else. Like, nothing's going to happen to you. And that's kind of like the last thing you want to think about at that time. Like, dating is the last thing that, you know, I was thinking about or even remarrying. So, at that moment, you think, like, there's no way. Like, there's no way that life could continue without this person in your life right um so that was really hard kind of hear him talk about that but it's also such a blessing now because i know in a way i did have his blessing to kind right. of you know, move forward to start a new relationship because i know that's what he wanted and it also shows a lot of, of his you know of his personality he was always such a you know selfless person and in this time where you know he's basically few weeks to live, he's thinking about me. And so, you know, he, he, that's the type of, type of person he was. So Carmen, when, you know, you had a lot of hope and faith during the process, um, really relying on your, on your faith as well. When, when he, when you finally like realize, okay, like this is not, you know, maybe that was the last moment when he, when he passed away is when you realized this was, there was not going to be some sort of miracle that kept him with you. Um, Mm -hmm. how did you, like, how did you manage the feelings of like not being upset with God? Um, or, you know, like kind of coming to terms with like having faith and then feeling like it didn't work out as you, as you planned. Yeah. Yeah. That's, a really great question <laughs> and you know as a christian like i feel like a lot of us think that we can't question god like god doesn't like that but you know god he he knows our heart he knows what's inside of it so i was you know mad at god yeah and i don't think there's nothing wrong with that you know, you showing like your feelings of how you feel and I feel like I did feel like that for a while because, like I said, I had all this faith that, you know, he was going to get better. And when he didn't, I was kind of like, whoa, like, what happened? Like, I had all the faith. I, you know, believed he was going to, you know, get better, but it didn't happen. So as time went by, you know, I started, you know, realizing that, you know, it didn't happen the way I wanted it, right. the healing that I expected, you know, and that's what happens. Sometimes we have our own expectations of how things are going to happen. And that's not real faith. Right. So I truly realized that all this time 
like that wasn't real faith. You know, the real faith came after he passed away. That's when I knew that, you know, I was showed myself what real faith looks like. It's trusting God, even when things don't go the way you planned. That there's another plan. Exactly. And I realized, you know, Fernando did get his healing. He got it, you know, in my view, things in heaven. He didn't get it here on earth, but he did get it. It didn't happen the way I envisioned, but it did happen. And so I think that for me was, you know, just a a really big, the the whole journey has really taught me so much about faith and, and really learning to trust God throughout this whole process. Because it came to the point where that's all I had. Like, mm-hmm. I had nothing to lean on except God. And right. if it wasn't for Him, there's no way that I would have been able to move forward and get to this place that I am now. And I'm so thankful for that. Because one of the things that I find that, like, I love about you, Carmen, is that um, I wouldn't say, like, necessarily you're goal-oriented, but I would say you're, like, vision-oriented. I think that you are, you own your desires. Like, you're almost, like, unapologetic about, you know, what it is that you know. You're not boastful about it or anything, but it's, like, if you want something, like, you you really know that it's possible for you, and you have, like, complete faith to, like, move it forward. So, I mean, one of the things after Fernando passed was, like, well, I'm sure you probably kind of was, like, well, I... I envisioned myself with like, with, with a husband and I envisioned myself with like more than one child. Um, and I envisioned myself like continuing my career. So when did you, like you, you, you put that together, like you kind of like brought that together pretty quickly. Like, um, and maybe that's just the way that I see it, but how, Mm. how did you kind of get back into your vision and, and come to terms like it was okay to have that vision? Yeah. Yeah, I feel that, you know, in the beginning, looking back, right now it kind of all seems like a blur to me. Of course. (laughs) And I think our brain kind of does that in a way to protect itself. Like those first few months after he passed away, my late husband passed away, like I really don't know how. Literally, it was the grace of God that kept getting me up every single day. Um, But, you know, as time went by, you know, the breeze gets a little bit better. You do find yourself getting a little bit stronger. And, you know, I like really my son was also my motivation. You know, I was Mandy and I would think to myself, like, he already had one parent pass away. Like, he didn't need another parent, like, to be right. gone. Right. be present. So, literally, like, you know, sometimes I look back and look at pictures and there's this one picture where it was literally like a few weeks after my late husband passed away and here I am taking my son on to this event and I'm smiling. I was like, well, there's like no way like I was able to do that. But I really feel like my son was one of my biggest motivations to continue moving forward. And like we talked about, I know Fernando wanted that for myself too. And in a way, I thought that I was honoring him in the way I continued living my life. Because he didn't get to live you know, a long life. And you know, I don't know how many years I'm going to have on this earth, but I do know that I want to make every day that I have here purposeful and am living each day to the fullest and taking advantage of it. So once I started having that shift in perspective, it was right. really when 
things started moving forward. And I think that's so important for us to always look at our perspective and the way we're seeing things. So when I started seeing life more as in a way of gratitude, it mm-hmm. really allowed me to kind of speed up the, the, the healing, healing process. process. Mm-hmm. And allowed me to really move forward and know that, you know, I can love again. You know, my heart is so much bigger than, than, than I think it is. And I would want that not only for me, but for my son to give him you know, this beautiful life. So that was really, you know, really helped me a lot. So in that time where you found yourself kind of, you know, not, not sure if you can get out of bed, did, were you aware that you were in depression? Do you think it was depression? Do you have a new awareness of what that is, a new understanding of what that level of grief is oh yeah definitely i think like after you go through through the loss of a loved one you know especially you know friend who passed away uh from cancer um you know and it, and it happened very quickly you know he was diagnosed and 10 months later he passed away like you know it's kind of hard to go through all that and not experience you know some type of depression and, mm-hmm. and so, of course, of course, you know, when he passed away, it was very hard. There were times when all I wanted to do was sleep, um, which mm-hmm. now looking back and reading on it, I'm like, oh, okay, that was a sign of depression. And I remember when my son would nap, I would use that opportunity to sleep as well. And so I basically wanted to sleep to kind of make my days go by a lot uh, quicker. Um, mm. But I feel like during that time, it just opened my eyes to like this world of, you know, what other people go through. Because I feel like un- until you go through, you know, tragedy or through loss, you really realize that you're alone. Like so many people go through loss, go through grief, go through depression. So having gone through that myself made me so much aware of like so many people around around me that are going through that. And I was very fortunate, you know, I did have my faith that, that I really credit that helped, you know, pull me back and, and get me out of that, you know, that, that dark spot. Um, but, you know, it made me wonder, like, what do people do that you know, are going through depression and, and really find like there's no way out? Um, so, so having gone through that really did make me more empathetic and just, just really realizing that we're all going through something. Right. So when did you start feeling ready to date again? You know, when did you start feeling like, well, maybe this is something that I want to do? Yeah. Well, I feel like this, this topic, you know, is very different for each person. And Mm -hmm. I know there's no, no right or, or wrong time. Some people feel ready in a month. You know, after their spouse passes away, others could be like one year, five years. Some people might not be ready to date ever again. Uh, right. For me, personally, you know, I got into a relationship. It was one year after my husband passed. You know, that's when, when I felt like I was ready. Uh, but part of that, I feel, was, was due to the fact that, you know, I had a really great marriage. You know, it wasn't perfect by any means. But we had a really great relationship. And you kind of want that again. When you do have a, a really great relationship, you realize, you know, what a gift it is. And, and you want that. You want to be able to experience that again. 
um, as opposed to someone that say, you know, they go through a really difficult divorce. Maybe the last thing on their mind is, you know, jumping into a relationship. Right. Um, so that's why I say it's so different for, for each person. And right. so for me, I did start, start dating again, uh, one year after. And the person that I did start dating is the person I actually got remarried to. So good job. Know, to do too much dating <laughs> yeah. So that's, <laughs> so I have lots of questions around this. One of them is I, I've, I've actually have had a few clients who are in the same situation, definitely older. Like you're, you know, like I know it's a little more rare to be this young. Mm-hmm. Um, but first question is, how can you overcome the judgment or how did you overcome the judgment of like mm-hmm. people seeing you happy again, you know, or, or at least like try, you know, like at least trying or putting yourself in, in situations where you could be happy again. Like, how do you, were you thinking about that? Were you probably, or were you yeah. like, it's like, you didn't even give a shit about that or did you, <laughs> or did you, well, nest, did, yeah. did you wonder? I really wish I could be like those type of people that don't care what other people think. But I think just my personality, I'm such like a pleaser. I want, you know, everyone to be happy. Like, you know, it's something that I know I need to work on. And my late husband would always tell me that you need to grow, like get some skin, like thick skin. Um, Because I do care a lot, like what other people think. But, you know, and I know this could be a very touchy subject for many widows and widowers. Because I felt like personally, subconsciously, you know, I was a little bit fearful if, if people was, was going to judge me for moving forward. Uh, for me, it was mostly like, you know, I didn't want people to think, oh, well, you know, she's dating again. That means she didn't really love herself because right. that is far from the truth. You know, you would literally give your life, you know, to switch places with them. But, you know, what I had to keep reminding myself is that being alone does not prove that I love Fernando anymore. And dating again, and even getting remarried, does not prove that I loved him any less. Right. And so at the end of the day, I knew that I fulfilled my, my vows as his wife to his very last birth. And like I said, I know that's what Fernando wanted for me, in a way I had his blessing to, to move forward. So I did mm-hmm. have to get past that, you know, worrying what other people would think. And I think part of, you know, having gone through the loss also made me a little bit more like, this is my life. I only have one life to live. Yes. So I shouldn't care what other people are going to think because at the end of the day, it's my happiness that matters. And I know there might have been people that think, oh, it's too soon or, you know, other people that think the opposite. You know, there's always going to be someone that's going to judge you. Some people are going to think it's too soon. Some people think it's going to be too late. Um, right. But I think you really shouldn't have to like worry about people judging you. And I know that's something that a lot of widows go through. And I've seen it, like, for example, even in social media, there's several, you know, widows that I follow. And many of them wouldn't say that they were dating until they actually got remarried and they would call yeah. something and they're married. You know, and that just made me so sad because I'm like, you know, you shouldn't have to feel like, you know, that you are being judged because you don't see other people like going through a breakup and they start dating right. again. They don't get that type of judgment. No. You know, but unfortunately right. as a widow, you know, people might think like, oh, she didn't really love her husband if she's dating again, which it's like I said, it's so far from, from the truth. But yeah. I think it is just not, not worrying what other people are going to think about you and just doing what, what makes you happy. 
No, that's a, it's, a, it's important. And I would imagine, like, I'd imagine like, you know, you see how life again, you just, you just experience how fragile life is and how fast yeah. it can be. So I think that that definitely helps. One thing I find with, I, so I did a session, um, a while, a few months ago with a client who, um, was, um, had been a widow for 10 years and she was just starting to date again, but could like, just, she's like, you know, I'm finding like really shitty men. Like I'm just not like finding um, good quality people. And, you know, of course, like as I'm reading her energy and kind of getting into it, I'm like, Oh, but you don't want to find a good man. Like she kind of felt like if she would, she had such a good marriage and she loved her husband so much that in a way, Mm -hmm. like she was setting herself up for failure where like she wanted to prove that like nobody, because then nobody was as good as her husband. That was like a, mm-hmm. it was a, it was like a survival tactic after her husband passed. Like she had to kind of be like, you know, like I had such a good marriage, like, but like that's where her head was going. So of course she's now fast forward to her trying to date. Cause she was like, you know, I want to be with somebody. She, she felt like almost, she didn't know this obviously, but she, once we got into it, we realized that she felt almost like disloyal to her husband. Mm-hmm. If he, if she would, if he, I'm sorry, if she would fall in love again. But I think when, something that's important is that, you know, just like having um, children, like yeah. my, I love, I, I have enough space. I love m- my first, my second. And then when I gave birth to my third, I had like a different, it's, it's weird. It's like, not, it's not even like, um, it's not even the same love. It's like different love. I have love for my husband. So I think that like, you can still love, the person that you lost and fall in love with somebody else. You know, and I think that that's where we get confused. And I think that's what you were saying. My heart is so big. It's so much bigger than this. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I would imagine. Yeah. Have you seen that before? Like feeling, or did you feel like some, I mean, you had that conversation, but I'm wondering if you ever, have you saw other people feeling disloyal? If, if I thought people were, like, did you ever yeah, like, did you ever feel like, oh, I'm not being loyal or did you, or have you seen other widows not like feel like they're not being loyal to their late spouse? Yeah, I feel like it, it is just dating again. It's such a confusing, you know, time in, in general, yeah. like putting yourself <laughs> out there again, you have all these mixed emotions, you know, for me, um, you know, like I said, I, I knew that that's what my husband wanted for me. He wanted me to find love again. And I knew that I had been, you know, tried to be the best wife that I could for him. But in a way, I kind of gave myself permission to love again. And like you said, that is the best way to explain it. Like when you have a child, you love that child so much. Like when you are having a second one, you think there's no way you could love them the way you love your first. But you do. And that's the thing. Your heart expands. And it makes room for another person. And that's what happened with me. Like, I love Fernando. I also love Julio, which is my, um, my husband now. And, and people need to understand that love is not mutually exclusive. Mm-hmm. Like you can love two people. You can love two people at the same time. You know, mm-hmm. and, and that's the thing. Like, Fernando's always going to be in my heart. You know, whether it's two years, 200 years from now. So right. he's always going to be there. So I'm always going to have that love for him. But it is important that we allow ourselves to love again. You know, I think that that's so important to give ourselves permission without feeling that we're doing something wrong, without feeling that we're being disloyal. Like, we don't move on, but you do move forward. And 
And that's so important that you are able to move forward with your life. Right. So what was, so when you were dating, um, when you first met Fernando, there was no online dating and Mm -hmm. social media or anything like that. So how was it to kind of throw yourself into the fire when you had to date again? What did it look like? And kind of what what was the, I don't know, like what were your observations? Yes. Oh my God. This is so scary. I feel (laughs) like, like you said, I had the last time I dated someone was 11 years ago, and that ended in marriage. So I got married really young when I was 22. So I really never dated anyone except my late husband. And this was back in like 2005 when we were dating. Obviously, there was no Instagram, no Facebook. So once I felt like I was ready to put myself out there, I was like, oh my God, like, first of all, like, where do I meet a person? Because I work from home and, you know, I just drop off my son at school. I do my grocery online. So it's not like I'm going to meet someone at the grocery store. I'm like, maybe I'll meet someone at church. But it, it's so hard. Like, it really is like, where do I meet someone? And just navigating this whole dating world now when there's Instagram and there's Facebook, it's something that. I wasn't used to it. I didn't even know where to start. I remember, I can't believe I'm admitting this, but I would start listening to like this podcast of like Matthew Hussey on like dating tips. Oh my gosh, Carmen, I'm always following him. (laughs) I'm like, I need all the help that I can get. I'm like, what do I talk about? Um, But I feel like I was very fortunate that my now husband, I actually met him when I was 18 and he's my cousin's best friend. And I don't know when I was 18, but we only met once. And then we didn't uh, talk again until, of course, social media. We reconnected through Facebook and we started talking. The thing that I did love about him, though, is although we did reconnect through social media, and I think this is so important, actually, for my birthday, he sent me a little message on Instagram and he's like, Oh, happy birthday. Who is this guy? You know what I mean? So the thing that you were afraid of was the thing that helped you. Yeah. But it was good about that is although we did reconnect through social media, we did talk on the phone, which I feel like so many people don't do that anymore. Mm -hmm. Um, And we are, we were long distance for for almost two and a half years before we got married. Um, So, 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 yeah, it was nice that we were able to have conversations on the phone because I knew now in this whole dating world, some men just want to have like Facebook chats and like never get off of social media and just never want to have like a real conversation. Like sometimes even get their numbers and it's all just like Instagram. And I really, I really feel that that was one of the things that I loved about him that he still wanted to have that connection and actually talk on the phone, which I feel people don't do anymore. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that was important. And yeah. when, um, well, since he was, he was um, your cousin's best friend, you didn't necessarily have to explain the fact that you were married and that your husband had passed. Like, was he, yeah. like, how did he handle that? Exactly. That was, I think, very helpful because we did follow each other on social media. He did kind of already know my story. So when we did started talking and, you know, things started getting a little bit more serious, I'm like, okay, he's obviously okay with it 
because he's continuing pursuing the relationship and he knows that I'm a widow. He knows, you know, I have a child. And what I want, like, you know, other widows to know and our widowers is like, this isn't a, like a scar. Like, you know, like I remember one time someone sent me a message on Instagram and they like, oh, it's so good that you found someone that loves you even with your scars. I'm like, I know it's meant as a compliment, but I'm like, I actually see as, you know, being a widow, it's like, you're giving this person such a gift. Like I saw myself, I am a gift to you because Mm. you've gone through loss. You have this whole new perspective. Life, love, like you love better. I feel like I'm now a better version of myself. My husband now is getting a better version of me. And then you're such like a different person like you don't stress over little things like you don't like continue an argument because you know how fragile life is that you know your spouse can be gone because it, it, it happened to you so right. I feel like people that date widows it's actually a gift <laughs> they're yeah. very, very special people so and he saw that too and he loved that about me and that's what I loved about him, too, that he did honor my past. And he knew that thanks to Fernando, I'm the person that I am today because I am uh, a widow. So he never saw that as like, like, whoa, she's like a widow with a two-year-old. or You know, he never saw it like that. He saw it as like, wow, she is a person that has so much that I can learn from. Like we can yeah. both learn from each other. And I think that, I think that's so beautiful, Carmen. I think that that relates to being divorced or have having a child. Like, so I married my husband who, when I met him had a three-year-old. And one of the things that like, at first I was caught off guard, you know, I was like, oh my God, I can't believe I'm, I felt pretty young. And I was like, I can't believe I'm dating somebody who has a child. I was like, how did mm-hmm. I get into that, that, uh, you know, like that bucket already, but like, it mm-hmm. happened and um, I wasn't expecting it. But after I was like, you know what? Like, I'm so grateful. Like this person is so mature because of mm-hmm. what he has gone through and, and having to like raise his daughter. And like, he's just, he was more mature than I was. And he was emotionally more available. Um, he was responsible. He obviously knew how to be a father. So, I mean, and I think that even yeah. like if you're going through maybe a hard, maybe a hard divorce, like, and you maybe had a bad relationship before it's, it's important to see like, like you have so much to offer because you're like, because of what you saw, like, you know what, I, this didn't work or, um, I did this wrong or I'll, I won't, you know, end up with somebody like that. Like, I just feel like you, these, these things that look like wounds or whatever are not wounds. If anything, they are like things that you, you, um, you now have to offer. Like they're like little metals exactly. that you get to wear, you know? Um, so I think that's such a beautiful, not just for, for being a widow, but just, you know, like, cause you know, when you're dating, you have to feel good about yourself. Like if you felt like, oh my God, I like, I have two like things not going for me. I had, you know, I've been, I was married in the past and, um, or, you know, I went to this kind of grief and I have a child, like who's going to want to deal with that? Like to date like that is so hard, you know, like to date thinking about these things as like looking at looking at them as like they're ugly things is really hard you really do have to feel good about yourself and your situation to be able to attract um a person for yourself so that's that's super important so um so then you know you end up with 
your husband with your, your current husband, you're like, okay, kind of realizing that this is going to be, um, you know, my, like, this is my boyfriend or whatever. Um, Mm -hmm. how, like, I would imagine that there were times that maybe there would be like sad moments where you were maybe, let's say you go on a trip of where you and Fernando talked about going and you're not there with him, but you're with your new boyfriend. Um, like, did you have moments of kind of being sad for being happy in a weird way? I don't know if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like I, you know, in the beginning it is really hard, but I tried you know, not to let myself get to that place. Go to the past. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I try not to, not to live, live in that. And, you know, many times I try to, create new experiences like maybe if I knew that was like a special place that I had with my late husband you know I didn't go back to those places until I was ready you know and I wanted to always just focus on creating new memories mm-hmm. my now husband you know, I think that's so important because you can get you know it, it can be a little bit hard you know going through that and, and trying to figure you know, all that out, but, but I think it's important to kind of just, like I said, be grateful for what you had and, and then just realize that you are starting this new chapter and this that is you get to create. Yeah. yeah. So I kind of always just try to look things again in the, with the eyes of gratitude, like, Oh, I'm so grateful. I have this new person that I can start creating new memories with and just not have any expectations that I think are going to be how they were before. Like, this is a new life. It's a new chapter. Like, it's a new beginning for us and and for Andy. And so seeing things that way really helps me not to get stuck in, you know, focusing on, on what I have. Because I feel like it's so hard to truly be happy and move forward if you are living in the past. Yes. And... I think that that is important for even like if you're going through a breakup, right? Like I, I remember having, and I received a really good um, advice from my brother, my older brother. And one of the things was like, you know, sometimes when you're dating somebody new and you've coming off that kind of that relationship, you remarried and you were in love um, mm-hmm. in a weird way, this new person feels like a stranger and it feels like, Oh, this is a little weird. And yeah. I remember feeling that way with my husband when I first started dating him and, and just being like, Oh, you know, like, and I had gone through a breakup that I was sad about. And I was like, you know, it's just hard because like what happens to like that life that like I had before. And my brother was like, but you're going to create new memories. And then ultimately like this will become like the default memory, you know, like almost like not, not that, you know, but almost like that this, that you're creating that you're, you know, that you're moving forward right and that you're able to make new memories and i I just remembering that you're going to make new memories especially for people who maybe have like a painful past you know like that maybe they're going through a a painful divorce to know that like god gives us every day that we wake up that we can breathe like we have the opportunity to make new memories like that's the best you know and like being able to just be grateful for that it's just i think it's really important Definitely, and I feel like it is really easy to kind of when you get to that point that you were with your late spouse. But you have to realize, for me, it took me, and we were together for eleven years. It took us eleven years to kind of build even that confidence when you yes. feel like 
he loved being able to feel confident and you know, I have no makeup on today. Right. Like I, you're still going to love me the way you love me. So it is very, you know, it is very easy to kind of fall into that. Like, man, I wish I could get to that point. But yes. you have to think to yourself, like, you know, it took us 11 years like to get to that point. Like yes. you're just in year one with your current, like how will you, so I always had to remind myself, how was I in year one? Like I didn't exactly. feel like that. I didn't feel like, Super comfortable, like you know, if I'm like walking around with like a writing t-shirt in me, yeah. yeah, it does take time, and I always had to, you know, it's always important to, to remind yourself that like it's a time to build your past relationship, it's a time to build this relationship as well, and enjoy the process, you know, like so beautiful to enjoy the process of like dating, and each stage yes. brings its own beautiful thing, so not wanting to fast forward it's living in the present and i think the most important thing that we all need to do every single day is just live in the present and not you know be so fixated on the future and what's going to happen or in the past but once you live in the present that's when you find like true happiness and true content and you know it's so funny because the past is such a magic i'm sorry the present is such a magical place because the present is like if we can live it well, you are healing the past, right? Like, so if you're in many ways, like, you know, healing like that past version of yourself because you're living a happy present. And also in the present, you're, you're, you're creating seeds for your future. So like everything, you know, everything that we want to control in the past and in the future, like it happens in the present. So for not, there if we're not like fully in the present then like you know we're just going to be reliving everything so it's just such an important it was just a good good reminder um yeah oh carmen this is just um so good such a good conversation so if there's anything that you maybe as a last question that you learned or that you um you know, I'm sure there was many things that like changed your life during this process, but if mm-hmm. there's, I don't know, any last piece of wisdom that you received or anything you wish you would have known, um, or any, when it comes to make, you know, um, finding love or anything that you kind yeah. of feels important. What would that yeah. Be? I think one of the most important things to truly move forward when it comes to, you know, dating again after loss is to not fall in the trap of comparison. Mm-hmm. And I think that can happen many times. And that's one of the worst things you can do in a relationship. Like I remember when, you know, when my late husband passed away and I started seeking, you know, counseling, just to make sure I was in a really good spot, you know, to start dating again. And I think that's mm-hmm. important to make sure you are happy because no one's going to make you happy. Mm-hmm. Like I needed to realize that nobody was going to make me happy. Like not another, like, and, and that was so important to realize that my identity and my happiness was not surrounded, was didn't revolve around a person. Mm-hmm. And for me, it was my faith. And I, and God was the only person that was going to make me happy because Fernando passed away. So I'm like, what do I do now? If my happiness, was dependent on Fernando, right. then that means I'm happy. And if my happiness is based on having a relationship, then then what does that mean? Like, where am I truly finding my happiness? I think that was very important, first of all. Um, so I did, you know, make sure I was in a good place 
I was happy just being by myself. And mm-hmm. I got to the point where I was like, all right, God, if you want me to be by myself for the rest of my life, like I'm happy, I'm content, you know, because I don't need a person to make me happy. I think that's why that's so important. And once you do find, you know, you start a new relationship, it's important to not compare them to your past relationship. Yes, yes. And you need to understand that people can never be replaced. Like I was never looking for someone to replace Fernando. Like mm-hmm. I didn't want someone to be just like him. And I think that's so important to realize that, you know, Fernando was unique and he had things that made him special. And my new husband, Julio, he's equally as unique and he has things that make him special. And it's important to not want like, oh, I wish my, you know, boyfriend now had the qualities that, you know, you know, be the same as my late husband because that can really, really, you know, make you get like in a really bad place in your relationship. Mm -hmm. Like you need to understand that each person is different. Each person brings different things to the table. And also just being with someone that really honors your past. Like I said, I'm I'm so blessed um, with my husband now that he's so understanding. Um, he he's not competing with, with anyone um, and that I love him, you know, and I also, you know, love my late husband as well. And, and it's so great to have a person that truly honors that and respects that. And he knows that, you know, Fernando is, is my son's dad. And, and then, you know, too, that now he has a father figure in Julio, and, and Julio is very confident. I also think it takes a very confident yes. person, a special person, to, to date a widow. Mm-hmm. So I think that that's very important. So once you have those two things, you know, just being happy with with being by yourself and being content and knowing that nobody's going to make you happy but yourself, you know, that's very important. And then just when you are dating again, just not comparing the two people. It's not fair to your to your new partner either. You know, so or comparing the experiences. Yeah. No, I love that. Um and I think that, exactly. that works for for anything for somebody you know, sometimes people will be like, oh, I dated this guy and I really liked him and it didn't work out. And then from there on, they're just, they continuously look for the same experience, like the same mm-hmm. level of what, what people will call connection. Um, and it's just important to be like, love shows up in very different ways and love has very different forms um, and has different speeds. And, and like, if we're constantly looking for the, every, like, like you said, every person's unique. So every experience falling in love is going to be unique so if you keep looking to have to replay like the former you know like you're going to be looking forever unless you date that person again you know unless you bring that person back um so it's just important to uh to just to just be like oh I'm, i'm excited about this new way this new love you know like that this something i like what a gift i get to experience it again so in a different yeah. way, in a different form. Yeah. Oh, Carmen, thank you so much. Um, so I know, uh, you know, you, you know, maybe in the future you'll be doing more of a, of um, a speaking circuit on this and your experience mm-hmm. with grief and over, you know, and like, moving forward. Um, but if people could like to connect with you or just kind of keep up with your work, because your work is so beautiful as well, where could they find your work? Where could they connect with you? Oh, first of all, thank you so much. And it's been so great talking to you. And, you know, um, uh, you can find me on Instagram. Um, I'm at, it's my blog name. So it's 
Viva Fashion. So that's V-I-V-A Fashion. So there I share little tidbits of, of my life and you could, you know, that's where I'm the most active. In my yeah, beautiful well. pictures. <laughs> beautiful yeah. pictures of traveling and all of that, which is just so, so beautiful. So um, thank oh, you again, Carmen. Thanks. Thank you. I appreciate it. And I know that you're helping so many people just by being you. Thank you. Oh, thank you so much. Really helps on. So are you. You're helping so many of us navigate this, this dating world. Thanks so much for listening. For more guidance on your journey to the final swipe, please visit me at NikkiNovo.com. 